Jay Severin. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. You know, there are a number of cross currents in this thing. Obviously, there's so much more to everything in life than meets the eye, and certainly including politics. What this is tomorrow night, like all other debates, past and future, is performance art. I mean, for openers, it ain't a debate. These are like simultaneously presented live joint press availabilities. They're not really debates. I debated in school. You may have. Debates are a different thing. But this is what, this is it. This is what passes, you know. Neither neither is a Hyundai a car, but uh, that's what the Department of Motor Vehicles says it is. So uh, they're not debates, but they're what pass for debates. And in debates, I mean, debates of this kind, it's performance art. And there are many skills and many rules and many do's and many don'ts. And sometimes the rules change from state to state. It's a weird thing. It's kind of like broadcasting on the radio for a living, where one day certain things are okay to say, and literally the next day they're not. You're a quarterback. You you know you. You walk up to the line, you you check the defensive scheme, and then you look up at the clock for uh, half a second to see what's on the play clock. You look back down, and everything's changed. They 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 came out and repainted the lines on the field. You know that some businesses are like that. Politics is like that. Debates are like that. It's performance art. And so, too, are the standards by which we judge success and failure. Good performance, bad performance. You know, debates would be judged on a point system and accuracy of facts and all these other things. Uh, These debates could be judged on, imagine if Rubio came out and had a piece of lettuce stuck between his two front teeth. That's it. No one would hear anything he said, and everyone would be be calling their friends. Look, look, turn on Channel 4 right now. Look, look, this guy has no front teeth. Look at him. All the video would show. Look, look, he looks like alfalfa from the Little Rascals. You know, you don't know. You don't know. Could have a pimple. You could, you know, have five o'clock shadow. Nixon. They say Nixon lost the Nixon-Kennedy debates because he was perspiring uh, visibly and because he hadn't uh, shaved just before the debate. It's, 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 you know, it's televised theater. Anyway, that is to say there are many cross-currents 
that make up and, and, and judge a thing like this. One of them is, is working in Trump's favor. Because I said to you last week, and I'm, you know, I'm not suggesting this is an original question, not this one anyway. I said, can you imagine the debates without Donald Trump? And it had to do with the fact, remember, Trump skipped a debate. Maybe we talked about it the week before last when when Trump threatened, you know, every now and again, Trump threatens to skip a debate. And once he did. And the viewership did go down. Markedly. And that's because whatever else Trump means to this campaign in the end, there's one thing he already has meant. So many more people are paying so much more attention to this presidential campaign on the Republican side and, and thus on the Democrat side. More people will know more about more things sooner and more passionately than maybe going back 150, 200 years in a presidential campaign because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump has sparked. Now, look, I, I you know, I, I'm not. This is not like a closet. I'm not. This is not the sudden expression of some closet support for Donald Trump. If if the Elephant Man were still alive, and you put him in the debates, be the same thing. I'm just saying that the entertainment quotient, the circus factor, the P.T. Barnum factor, has made this into a campaign that way more people are paying way more attention to than any time in our lifetimes because there is an entertainment quotient. And that entertainment quotient is not Donald Trump alone, but it's driven by Donald Trump. It's, it's like a wheel, a bicycle wheel. Donald Trump is the hub and all the spokes that emanate from it. The spoke emanates out, touches Cruz, touches Rubio, touches Bush. You know, he's at the center of it all. Can you imagine the debates without Trump? All right. I'm not saying this is like a, you know, a a top five factor or anything. I'm just saying it's a factor. Likewise, Sebastian just said, may I share this, Sebastian? Please. Sebastian just uh, opined, observed, gee, you know, I wonder what it's going to be like without Christie on the stage. And I think that's a really good observation because surely to a much lesser degree, but to a discernible degree, Chris Christie did add entertainment quotient. He added energy quotient. He added zip, flavor, zest, a certain je ne sais quoi to the debate, which in his absence will be at least a little bit, I don't know if very discernibly, but yeah, I think maybe so, will be a little less entertaining because that's he had that kind of outsized personality. I mean, let's face it, no matter how much you like him, if Dr. Carson were not at a debate, not only would he not know it, you wouldn't know it. You know, if John Kasich were not there, He'd know it. He'd complain long and loud, but you wouldn't know it. Neither would I. Certain people are conspicuous by their absence. And Christie is one of those, I think. And Sebastian makes a good point.
Now, it will I don't know. Does this lead to a uh, you know buyers or sellers remorse here? Well, I'm not suggesting people are going to say, "Hey, you know, I really miss Chris Christie," because I they don't watch it closely enough or care that much about it. I think that they would, you know, kind of figure out that like like am I missing something and what and why that is. But it's an interesting point, and as we go along. It does have, it is a little bit of a cross current that can affect people's candidacies. Like, no, no, I don't want him to be out yet. And and don't kid yourself. People are voted in to stay in the race longer than they would otherwise be because voters of certain states say, I don't want this to be over yet. And often when it gets down to a two-man race, the underdog starts to do better because people just say, I don't want this I don't want this to be over yet. Or maybe just I don't want this conclusion, you know, the way it is right now. But it's a it's you know, it's a factor. It's some kind of factor. And so what what I'm really looking forward to is whether they go outside the lines tomorrow night. Because again, I don't think I'm wrong. I could stop right there. I don't think I'm wrong about this being a two-dimensional event tomorrow night. You got two two puppet shows going on at once. Trump against Cruz and Bush against Rubio. That's that's the where the real fight is. What will be interesting is who among those four feel they they need to often step outside the lines and go after somebody in the other dimension. The Cruz feels he needs to attack Bush, or Bush feels he needs to attack Trump. Huh? Huh? When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.